Welcome back to another edition of Racing It Out. I'm Caitlin. He's Todd. The season is finally over. The season is over, yes. And congratulations to Trayton on winning a championship. It was a foregone conclusion before Delaware. All he had to do was basically show up at the racetrack. I mean, he could have pushed the car uh, across the, the start finish line to take the green flag didn't matter. But instead of doing that, he went out and spanked the field, so to speak. Went so, out, uh, spanked the field, matched DJ's record, broke Scott's yeah. laps led record. I yeah. think I have to double check it, but I think his like average finish this year is like 2.6 or seven. Yeah. It's like unheard of. Extraordinary. Unbelievable season. Congratulations. And who knows what's what's next for Trayton? He's not even sure, but that's uh that's a hell of a season to have that many wins, to be that successful, to you know, finish top 10 in every race and almost top five in every race. It's pretty extraordinary to have that kind of a that kind of a good year. I was really it was really kind of sad that Kyle Steckley had the mechanical failure because it would have been pretty cool to see those two uh those two going at it towards the uh towards the end of the race but i i I think we'll be seeing kyle out front of the field on more than one occasion in the years to come i he has been so close so many times and every time he gets in a penny's car he is fast yeah i think if he were to do full-time next year he would 100 percent get his first win oh probably right like i i think that's uh i think that's a very achievable goal so Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we'll it's look coming. forward to that in uh, um, 2024. But before we talk too much about 24, um, let's wrap up the weekend, which was great. The weather was fantastic. Crowds were sensational all weekend. It was a lot of fun. Really good, really good racing. And yeah, it's it's unfortunate that there were a few cars that had mechanical issues at the last race of the year. But you know that's how it it works out sometimes. But good on Trayton and overall pretty interesting season. A lot of uh, mm-hmm. a lot of stories to follow, and it'll be interesting now to see what happens in the off season as everybody starts to get their programs ready for 2024. Because there's the, the the racing part's done, but now everybody's been spending days and will spend time going okay. What did we like? What did we not like? What can we do better? Where can we improve? How can we be better? And that's the the other part of the the racing business that's kind of cool and interesting to watch. Well, you even said it to me when we saw each other on Monday was it's officially it's, t- it's 2024 season. It's yeah. The second that we finish and crown a champion at Delaware, you wake up the next business day. It's 2024 season. Some teams have already been starting and discussing and looking at things to do for 24 as well, because that's, again, that's how far in advance you have mm-hmm. to start working, you have to start planning. It doesn't take away from trade, and he'll continue no. to enjoy and celebrate his his championship, and rightfully so, because he earned it. What a great season for the whole 22 racing team. They did, uh, they did really well, so uh, good on them. So since we're talking a bit about 24, I'll talk a bit about 2024 and Caitlin will. Caitlin's going to redact herself from this conversation. I was going to, I was going to make this part of the disclaimer and maybe I will at the end too, but I I should say as well, because we do a disclaimer at the end that thoughts, ideas, et cetera, are not from anyone else that neither of us are a source of information for the other. So I I just thought that was worth uh, Mm -hmm. mentioning here. So 2024, the Pinty series schedule is going to be different next year. It's not all 
completely buttoned up yet at the time of this recording. It is going to be different next year, though, from things I've learned, from discussions I've had from a number of different stakeholders. Will the races be at all the same locations? Highly unlikely. Will the schedule look exactly the same in terms of order and calendar? Highly unlikely. Will we see new venues? That is a very good possibility. That's how I'm going to leave it because I'm going to let the series announce the calendar as soon as it is done. But I'm honestly excited for new things in 2024. And I... I think that's how everyone should be, is that there are new new opportunities and new reasons to be excited. And it's it's positive growth and change for the series, which is the best news for everyone. Okay, you can talk again, Caitlin. I'm back. <laughs> Perfect so timing because my arms are starting to get tired. There you go. Okay. Well, <laughs> we're we're over and done that part of it now. Yeah. So but it's uh, uh it's this is the also, the excitement about looking ahead is also now we've got a few months of, okay, I'm not sure what I'm going to do for the next little while now. So that's that's going to be the other part of it because there's there's still other racing and other series going on. And I'm thinking, oh, it'd be really cool to go to that. Oh, it'd be really cool to go to that. Like the uh, Autumn Colors, I don't know that I'll, if I'll make it to Autumn Colors at Peterborough, um, the uh, Petit Le Mans and IMSA and that wraps up at oh. uh, Road Atlanta. I was thinking, oh, maybe cool. I could maybe work that. That's eh, not going to work. So I, that's, I'm not going to get to to either one of those, but I'll likely try to get out to a little more racing before the years. And, but, and again, this is in the spirit of 24 as well. I was just reading today is that, oh, there's an IMSA test the first week of December in uh, Daytona. I thought, oh, maybe that's interesting. But I think it's the same weekend as PRI because I'd like to go to PRI because I haven't been for a couple mm -hmm. of years. So it's just, again, this is the, these are the things that are going to be happening that will occupy us in the, in the meantime. I well, as much as I would like to go to another track this season, I don't think it's going to be feasible because I'll be so busy moving. So, which is certainly going to occupy a good portion of your yeah. time. I so, suspect the podcast will be dominated by moving stories over the next few months as well. Oh, probably new yeah. neighborhood, new moving in from a house to a condo. Like, it's going to mm -hmm. be very different for um, all the construction and all the stories of just like finding it's like yesterday we went and saw a place and we're actually officially putting an offer in on it and right. we were you know we brought the measuring tape so we could see like okay like will the king bed fit will this will that and yeah. our realtor thought how, just thought it was the funniest thing how like how big the couch i wanted was gonna be seriously that oh no i i i remember moving to a place this was uh quite a few years ago i i measured the room the, that was going to be my office three or four different times just to make sure, okay, the desk I have is this big. I can, I want to sit it this way so that I'm looking in this direction. And I, I really made sure because that's, you know, where I'm going to spend a good amount of time. Mm -hmm. So, oh yeah, you should be uh, that thorough when you're, when you're looking and measuring. Yeah. So good for you. Well, it was even, so I think the second one we went to, um, it was one that we saw and just immediately fell in love with. And, but we knew it was going to be kind of tricky with our furniture because it's a weird layout. Mm -hmm. And he was like, God, like you guys keep trying to make it work and you know it's power to you if you want to make it work but like I, I think you should nix this one because it's just yeah. it's not you you want to find a place that will fit your stuff absolutely so, yeah and this this one does and it's got tons of room and so fingers crossed we get it and that'd be great and bust it all out in a day so 
but yeah. no, it'll I'll have lots of stories to be telling over the next month. I look forward to that. And uh, we'll we'll try and find a, a drop-off depot where you can leave boxes for Caitlin as well, who will inevitably be packing all I've already boxes. started. <laughs> of course you have. So <laughs> I, I've been the second Neil and I decided we were going to move. I was like, oh, every Amazon box I get, I'm just going to keep because yeah. they're good boxes. Yeah. So I had four and I was like, well, you know, like I can pack like my books and like my die casts and things that I don't need between now and moving that are just like decoration. And I've got four boxes packed. And then we've been scavenging from them on the sides mm -hmm. of the streets because mm -hmm. i we just had re uh, recycling day the other week so we'll be like oh that's yeah. a good moving box oh that's a good moving box so just stealing everybody's amazon boxes. it's a it is a whole process to move and get organized and unpacked and you just got to find the essentials i i remember it's like okay so i need this and it's just okay where is the coffee maker I need to be able to find that first thing in the morning, yep. easy, unpack. So, but little, little things like that go yeah. a long way. If you can make a coffee first thing in the morning, then, well, at least for me, the rest of your day goes better. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> these are important See, things. Well, good. I don't have to worry you. about that too much if we get this place, because I was thoroughly excited when I saw that there was a Starbucks outside of my building. Oh yeah. Okay. So that's I'll be fine for caffeine. Yeah. Well, that's, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. But you know, on a cold morning, you're not necessarily wanting to go outside. That is true. Maybe I would like that coffee first. Those are, these are little details, little things that you think about and you notice sometimes not till after, but yeah, those are, those are important details. You're mm -hmm. finding out good coffee, food. You'll have a whole bunch of new food stories for us too, as well. I don't have any food mm -hmm. stories from Delaware because it was strictly a, uh, uh, a working weekend. I know we were hoping to go out and eat food together, but it didn't really play out because we were both busy. No, it. I, I don't think we got back from the track on Sunday until 9.30, 10. Yeah. And then we just ordered, oh, shout out to Pop, it's shout out to Papa John's for being open that late on a Sunday because they saved our asses. <laughs> As it, and I was so pissed because the room service menu in our hotel room said from 6.30 a.m. till 10 p.m. room yeah. service. And I'm like, right. Perfect. It is nine. It must have been nine o'clock because it was nine fifteen. I remember looking at it. Call room service. They pick up and they're like, "Hello, room service." And it's like, "Hi, can we get these two burgers?" And they're like, "Oh, sorry, the kitchen closes at nine. Your menu says 10. Yeah, we close at sun on nine on Sundays. The bar is open though. Okay. So much for that. That's uh, disappointing. Yes. So, but so, thankfully, you were able to find nutrition. Thank God, because I think Olivia and I would have withered away at that point. Oh, yeah. At that point, so, you'd have been calling me, say, please send food or come over and help us. And yeah, I know. But we're like, but okay, we have like a, a protein bar and like a trail mix. <laughs> I, I went through a few of those. But this is the this is not a a, a complaint. This is not a, a grumbling in any any sense. But these are the kind of unusual things that you need to navigate when we're in the circus like this for mm -hmm. four or five months a year. And you always wind up with unusual sets of circumstances or weird things happening in hotels and with travel. I don't know how many delayed flights you had uh, or journeys this uh, zero. Really? Oh, I don't wow. know why. Wow. And it was, oh, sorry, there was one. And it was the funniest thing. It was when Matt and I went from Calgary to Saskatoon and he's like, yeah. my flights always get delayed. And I'm like, oh, I've been really lucky this year that's the flight that got delayed of course so it was because of him 
Okay. But, but yeah, I, we had, a, we had a few flight delays, nothing that was again, tragic, just it's inconvenient more than mm -hmm. anything else. There were, I'm sure it was twice that we got to our hotels and went to check in and, and the room wasn't made up. It's oh. Just, oh yeah. It's just, and again, it's, it's, they're, they're all, they all have systems to know which rooms to give out and stuff. And they, as, as, when people check in, it's just, obviously there was a mix up. Right. So I went to my room and it's like, yeah, pretty sure I'm not going to spend the night in this one. So yeah. again, went back down to the desk and, you know, the person there fully uh, apologizes, terrible Mistakes story happen. about that, but it, it, it does. It, um, it happens like that. Where were we out West somewhere and came back to our room at the end of the night, we were out having dinner or a drink or both and stuff like that, went back. Everyone on our floor, except for one of us, I think none of our keys worked. Because they they had reprogrammed the the keys or something for to change over, so there were six of us that all went back down to the lobby and had to get our keys reprogrammed because they didn't. But these are the these are the weird things that happen. I want to say out of sorry about the keys. Yeah. I want to say out of I want to say I stayed in maybe at least 15, 16 hotels this year. Yeah. Out of those, I want to say ten of them. I had at least one time during my trip where my keys stopped working. And I would yeah. have to go back down to the desk and, and it was either like right as soon as I got there and it wasn't working or it'd be the next day. The one, the hotel in Saskatoon was the worst for it. It was every single morning I would come back mm -hmm. and it would just be not working. And it got to the point where I was like, hi, it's me. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, don't keep your phone and your stuff like too close together. And it's like, trust me. I know they are as far apart as they can to the point where yes. if I have put my keys together and my phone together, I'll just walk my ass to the fucking front desk yeah. anyway, because I know I'm going to need it. Sure. So it's like, I, I just do it preemptively. So I, I try to keep them as far apart as possible, but I'm like, mm -hmm. listen, we're talking about, I literally went to breakfast, came back and it wasn't working. Right. So that's exactly. just something where your thing's resetting and it's, deprogramming my car and that's it there's a glitch in the, yeah. the system or whatever i was at a hotel it was when i was in detroit they it was a new thing it was a marriott hotel it's a new thing is they gave you a rubberized bracelet mm -hmm. like they would give you would get at uh, uh an all-inclusive resort or something like that but that's it's uh but it's rubberized and that was your key. They give you a key as well. They're just starting to introduce this. Mm -hmm. the, the bracelet only worked about half the time, but it's like, oh, that's a neat idea. Mm -hmm. And that way you don't have to futz around and look for your key all the time. But I thought that was a really cool thing. No, it is. Cause it's like, it'd be, I, I would like to see it also get to a point too, because it's like, you already have like Apple pay and stuff on your mm -hmm. phone. Put it on your if phone. You, yeah. Because then it's like, you could put it on your Apple watch with your credit cards and stuff. And then you just tap that because it's, it's great when you're, got your hands full of stuff and you don't have to put it all down to fish <laughs> exactly. for your thing it's like the amount of times especially at delaware where i like whether olivia and i were like tr bringing stuff up to the room or anything like that or like carrying the championship trophy and all that and it's like do you want to get your room key can you put your stuff down and get it right right so it's like it, it'd just be easier it's like i have all this stuff in my hand and i can just like body check myself up the, against the door to get, unlock it <laughs> Yes, because that's yeah, that's a that's a bit of a thing. So it's but these are again not a complaint. Just these are some of the hiccups and and challenges that you sometimes have to uh, have to go through. So, but in terms of rain delays, you know we navigated. You know Schweiken was the uh, 
uh, the biggest hiccup, but and it actually played into everyone's favor. So it's like I it worked out of it worked yeah. out okay. So that's um, but again, we'll see what uh, what next year's schedule has for us and uh, where we'll be going and what we'll be doing. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm it, it, it's funny you get to the season, the end of the season, and it's kind of you sort of think, okay. I'm I'm okay not to travel as much and like every weekend and stuff, but it's not long before you start missing being at the racetrack. Even even now, we're less than a, a week away from the end. It's like, okay, if I don't go to a racetrack this weekend, it's going to be weird. So I'll probably do it. But it's just there's it's 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 just a strange uh, it's a strange feeling. And then we'll talk about this again in a few months. But once the new year rolls around, well, everybody's climbing the walls. Yeah, exactly. The second, like, I want to say, like, even like PR, because when we were at PRI last year, it was like people were like, kind of like itching to get to a racetrack already. Like, okay, let's get, let's do this. This is, we got to get like, let's go. Because it's, you know, you've spent a couple months at that point, or at Mm -hmm. least for a cup, like a month. But it's like this, okay, let's go. We want to ramp up. We want to get going. We want to make plans. Like, and Let's that's it. Do it's, everybody's anxious to to start making plans, and the sooner you can do it, uh, the better. Um, the we're, we'll wait on the, the the NASCAR schedules. IndyCar just announced theirs a couple of days ago. It's a it's a little bit of a shift for the Canadian event in Toronto. It's going to be a week later, but that works out for IMSA, who also have announced their schedule because theirs their normal weekend at CTMP is a week later. So everything will work out for mm-hmm. for both of those to be on different weekends. But again, that's going to impact our plans and how we start to try to map out the rest of our, uh, our 2024 calendar. So it's well, especially uh, for you, you because you have so many contracts and so many of those different with different clients, different things that it's like, you need to know, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Pinty's is your main gig. You work everything around print, but do you work your schedule around Pinty's or is it just like a, do you actually pick and choose? It is a five-story Jenga every year. So the years that there are no conflicts, I'm really happy about. In years where there are conflicts, I sometimes have to make choices about which events I will go to. And that's why I have, I haven't done 200 or over 200 Pinty's races yet. Cause I've missed a few mm-hmm. because of other obligations. So that's um, yeah, that's it. But it's the, the other part about the Pinty series is it's a labor of love and I've been doing it for many, many years. And it's uh, it's, it's, part of my fiber and being and who I am. So that's where the, uh, that's where the attraction comes in. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, uh, it's even if I, I, I make the rational choice sometimes to be somewhere else because it's, uh, it's the right business decision, then it still hurts. It's emotional. Yeah. Cause it's like, even if you're in one place, you're like, oh man, everyone is in the Mm -hmm. other place. And it's like, they're having, fun and you're missing this fantastic race and stuff like that but it's like you know sometimes you do have to make those rational business decisions and pick between yeah. the two it's uh, i i i'm really lucky in that the different groups that i get to work with on different series different events in different venues and stuff 
love them all. They're great. They're, they're wonderful. It's a nice group of people. And it's, it's really great that, oh yeah, I'm going to go here this weekend. I'm going to see this group of people. I'm really going to enjoy it. And I'm looking forward to spending time with them, both working at, at a racetrack and a, and a racing event, but also, you know, going out for dinner or going for a cocktail at, at some point as well. That's the, that's what we've always said, I think is our similarity that we're, mm -hmm. it, we're, it's all about the people and the personalities and the, and and spending time with them as, as much as anything. Racing's great, but that's just the the reason we're all there. Well, and that's the thing for me too, is it's like, for me, it's like, I love every second of my like traveling and stuff from mm -hmm. getting to be at the track with the individual people and the race. And then the stories around and surrounding that trip. So it's like, for me, it's like, I love going out West because that means we can go to Banff and we can go explore different places that you've never been. And like mm -hmm. and, and you're just so close to other things that you don't get to go to here same with going out east it's like okay we get to go to newfoundland i never would have gone to my newfoundland in my life probably had it not been for this series so it's like it's those experiences and then getting to do it with people that you genuinely enjoy hanging out with and then the race because then it's like there's still i i feel like there's still nothing like watching a race live for me it's like yeah, being at definitely. the track gets a little hard sometimes, but it's like once we're on track and racing, then it's your you're a you're a kid at mm -hmm. uh, watching wide eyed and enjoying every second of it. Yeah, and that hasn't changed in in all the years. So that is and that's sort of at the end of the year. There's that I'm going to miss this. I'm not going to be able to do this for again for a while. Mm -hmm. And you you never take it for granted you you never underestimate how important it is and that's a pretty cool part about it too so mm -hmm. you sometimes have to think about it in in the rational side of your brain like is it the the business side or whatever and you have to make choices and decisions but if it's still fun and you still want to do it even after grinding it out for a few months and piling up a whole bunch of miles or kilometers if you prefer then you're still doing the right thing and I mean, Matt and I had this conversation earlier this year too, of because he took the whole month of August off. He Matt and that's is just the kind of NASCAR photographer for those that aren't aware. Yes, yes, for those of you who maybe are just listening to us because we're a racing podcast, we haven't talked about a lot of racing. That's the whole point of this podcast. <laughs> um, Matt is, is our NASCAR photographer that has been with us since like 2008, 2009, um, and he is my buddy in the trenches for real mm -hmm. um but he his the races he just planned to take off just all happened to be all the august races and he said he came back feeling like all right yeah like let's do this like let's get in like mm -hmm. a new creative like rush and like all this stuff and it's i do think there is a point to it of like you know sometimes you also have to take a step back from certain sure. races and take your time off to actually be able to feel that like Absence makes the heart grow fonder. The rush. Yes. So it's. You fall in it, love with it again. Yeah. It's like, oh man, I haven't been at a track in a week or two because I took this event off and this event off. And then we had an mm -hmm. off week. It's like, get me back to a racetrack. And everybody's level is different. Some need little tastes here and there of going to the racetrack. Maybe it's once or twice a year. Others of us make a living doing it. So we're there a little more frequently by choice, but there's still that great, wonderful, 
hey, I get to go to a racetrack and this is this is a job that for some reason people pay me to to be here. And that's and and that's the the great part about it. So yeah, and I, I understand there's and but even again, as I said, you know, I'll I'll enjoy the travel a little bit less for a while, mm-hmm. but then that's part of being in the in the mix too, is that yeah, I still I still like flying. I still like uh, traveling around and yeah. going to different places, going to different cities, as you were talking about. So maybe uh, you know, there's still that little bit of uh, exploration and seeing new things and meeting new people and doing doing different things is always good. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. And it's it's probably it's like anytime anyone asks, it's like, why do you still do this? When I'm like on my last hair of <laughs> my, my sanity at the end of the season they're like well why do you still do this it's like it's the people it's the experience and it's because mm-hmm. i love racing it's three pretty good reasons yeah so though the season is over we will be back periodically ideally every other week and talk about racing occasionally but as you've no doubt figured out by now we talk about a lot more than racing so this week's disclaimer once again Neither Caitlin nor I are sources of information for the other if we're talking about a subject or speculating on a subject or topic. The thoughts, ideas, opinions of the Race In It Out podcast, Todd and Caitlin, do not necessarily represent the views of NASCAR, IndyCar, IMSA, uh, any racetrack, any production company, any TV network, any sanctioning body that we may or may not work with now or at any other point in our natural lives. I think that covers it. Yeah, that covers a lot of it. <laughs> Probably most of it to keep us from getting in trouble. So I don't yeah. I don't expect we'll get paperwork or, or, or be served anytime soon. No, I, but I will maybe walk in the other direction of people in nice suits. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Good luck with the the new place. Hopefully uh, uh, in, in the next uh, episode, you're uh, holding up a set of keys as to uh, your new place, maybe in where we're, uh, we'll be talking about moving stories and a whole bunch of other stuff. Oh, uh, happy Thanksgiving in advance. Happy Canadian yes. Thanksgiving, if you will. Um, I'm looking forward to two Thanksgivings because I expect at some point in the not too distant future, I'll at least be spending a little bit of time in uh, the United States. I was going to say, when are you heading back home to Florida? I am going on uh, October 23rd for a short trip. I will be back um, not long after, a week after. Um, And then after that, the travel schedule is still very vague because there's some other stuff I need to do here in Canada and there. So I'm still figuring that part of it out. You'll be down in sunshine soon. Don't worry. Hopefully it doesn't snow before you get down there. Otherwise, Todd will not be happy. <laughs> and you and you will not be happy because no. I won't be happy. No. All right. I, it'll be a very grumpy podcast that day. But, well, let's let's hope that uh, that doesn't happen. So thanks Knock for uh, thanks for checking out this edition of the Racing It Out podcast. Catch up on past episodes. We do have food talk and other things. And see you next time. Bye.